Welcome back to Agent Investor, inspiring stories of active agents investing in real estate and building passive income. In a business where potential deals are all around you, why not leverage your skills to invest for yourself, your family, and your future? And now, let's jump into the latest episode of Agent Investor. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am going to jump right into this. I want to be um, as concise as possible. I do have a lot to cover, a lot to kind of go over today. And I do very much appreciate everybody who's jumping on live, taking time out of their day. This is going to be a really, really exciting thing that we're rolling out. Well, we've technically been doing this for the past couple of months. Having said that, you know, we haven't officially promoted it much until today. And that's our agent partnership program that, again, we started it probably 90 days ago. We've been averaging getting, you know, one partnership deal under agreement at this point every two or three weeks. And now we're ready to kind of start, you know, ramping on this. But before I go into the partnership program, I know there are a bunch of people that are on here that know me. And then there's some people who really don't know me very well, or maybe, you know, just know of me very at a base level, just so that everybody, you know, understands my company, understands what we do. My company's Ocean City Development. I started in business back in 2005. 2005, I got my real estate license. Like a lot of people on the call, you know, my objective at, you know, some point was to be an investor, but I first started as an agent. I got my agent, uh, agent license in 2005. And like a lot of real estate agents, I was on what they call the real estate roller coaster. I um, kept going, you know, up and up and down. And it wasn't until I did my first real estate investing deal, uh, a deal uh, to family in Somerville, Massachusetts, where pretty much everything changed for me. And it's where I really learned how impactful quick turn deals could be. So I did a two-family deal in Somerville, Massachusetts, where I made $115,000. I know a lot of you have heard that story before, that we made $115,000 on that deal. And that $115,000 really changed my mindset. It changed my mindset that as an agent, I could come across deals and make more than I actually made that year as a full-time real estate agent. So I did one deal and made more than I made as a real estate agent. What some of you may not know is that I was on a listing appointment you know, for that opportunity. And when I actually knocked on the door, I was super excited to try to take a listing in Somerville, which is a really hot town in the greater Boston area. And I knocked on that door, was super excited, tried to get it as a listing, what I didn't know as I was walking through that house and I saw you know, stuff all over the place is that the seller was a hoarder and the last thing she wanted, literally the last thing that she wanted was for me to go in and list her home. And she wanted to sell cash. And even though she wanted to sell to an investor, I wanted that listing because that was the only way that I kind of knew how to make money. But long story short, I ended up um, forming a partnership with one of my close friends and his dad. And my, my friend's dad put up the money. And on future deals, my friend managed the construction. So we had kind of a three-part team where I would find the deal as an agent. And a lot of deals I found just from networking around or bumping in on listing appointments. And my partner's dad would put up the money. And my third partner would manage the construction. 
Fast forward to 2023, whatever it is, 15 to 20 years later, we fixed and flipped over a thousand homes. Um, we built a pretty significant rental property portfolio. We're in the process of building over 300 apartment units. A lot of you guys know that you know I'm always out there constantly promoting our capital partner program where we return rates of return and the double digits to people who invest in our deals. But it really was the fix and flip part of the business, the quick term part of the business that ended up turning me from not being just an agent, but to an agent investor, right? So I wasn't just going out into properties and just presenting, you know, um, a listing. I was going through both scenarios. Hey, you can list, you can take a quick cash offer and kind of here's what both things look like. So now that we're 15 to 20 more years into the business, we're rolling out this agent partnership opportunity. And we're rolling it out for, for two reasons. You guys know that, you know, I have a saying, sales will make you a living, but investing will make you wealthy. And I preach that and I teach on that and I show people how to do deals. But, you know, the reality is when it comes to fixing and flipping homes, finding the deals is just one component. You also need to be able to renovate the houses. You also need to be able to fund the houses. And I know all too well from when I first started that I needed to partner up with people in order to get the construction done because I knew nothing about construction and I needed to partner up to get money because when I first started, I had no money in my bank account. So I knew better than anybody that I needed to partner up. And that's the same exact opportunity that we're going to be presenting today. The short version of this opportunity is really, really simple. And the reason that we're doing it, there's really two main reasons. The first reason that we're doing it is because deal flow has never been harder. You know, we've got this scenario with the economy right now that I know everybody's aware of, where a lot of sellers are not selling their homes right now because they've got 3% interest rates. And if they sell and buy something else, you know, they're going to be, you know, in a 6% interest rate, a 7% interest rate. So transactions in the greater Boston market right now are down 35% year over year. I actually just ran this report and it kind of blew my mind. And But it, it's not just retail transactions that are down, it's investment transactions, it's fix and flips that are down. And it's the same exact reason uh, investment deals, fix and flip deals are down for the same exact reason that um, retail deals are down. It's that 3% interest rate type of thing. So we are actively out there looking for solutions on how to do 100 to 150 homes per year, which is what we've always done. Um, so we need a solution where we can get more deals in our pipeline and partnering with agents is a win for us. It's also a win for agents because it's a way for agents to come across opportunities that didn't exist or that they couldn't capitalize on in the past, right? So just to give you guys you know, a frame of reference, um, the average profit nationally on a fix and flip deal is about $60,000. So partnering with us on these deals is going to give you an opportunity to make $30,000 because we do 50-50 profit share splits. It's going to give you the option to make an extra $30,000 per deal for just coming across opportunities kind of like in your normal you know, walks of life. Agents are uniquely qualified to find deals. That first two family that I did in Somerville, Massachusetts, like I mentioned, 
I found that deal just by being on a listing appointment. Okay. So I just literally went across my day-to-day business and I ended up making $115,000 on that deal. Yes, that deal was a little bit better than the norm, but the average is $60,000. So for every deal that's brought to us that we make $60,000 on, the referral agent will make $30,000 on. Okay. So that's probably step number one that I should mention is that for every deal that's brought to us, it's a 50-50 split. Um, and that's just kind of a, a very simple thing. We have had deals where we've split profits of over $200,000 with agents. And then we've had smaller ones where we've only made twenty dollars or $30,000. But by comparison to kind of comparing that to what taking a listing would make, we're legitimately talking about making two, three, four times more money than what you would make on a traditional listing with upside, right? So if you take a traditional listing and it's a $400,000 listing and you're going to make 2.5% of that, you're going to make 10 grand. And even if the, you know, the property sells for 450, you're not really making much more money, but dollar for dollar for every, you know, dollar that we get more on a fix and flip, you're getting 50% of that overage. So it's not just that you're going to make two, three, four times what you would make on a listing, maybe five times on a listing, but you're also, in addition, going to get that upside on some deals where they're just crazy. And I can think of, you know, one that we did with a team that was in the inner circle with our office where we made $200,000 and we literally cut them a check for six figures. So I know that there's a bunch of people that are on here that would love to get cut a check for hundred thousand dollars. And that's not the norm, like I mentioned, but it is a potential possibility and things like that do happen. Okay. So it's a 50, 50 split. Second part to mention is that ge- geography and what we're looking for. So in terms of investing deals, and this is kind of like, it's not a hard concept to understand, but it is something that like, I always have to reiterate over and over again It really doesn't matter. Like there's no buy box for us. The buy box for us is a deal. And we want to be the ones that are analyzing whether something is a deal or whether it's not a deal. Every deal that we analyze has to be off market. So to be very clear about this, what I mean by off market is that when you present us with a partnership opportunity, when you present us with a potential deal, It cannot be listed anywhere online. It can't be on the MLS. It can't be on for sale by owner. It can't be something that everybody knows about. Once everybody knows about it for us, it's unlikely for it to be a deal. We want to have the ability, if possible, to literally be able to go in the home of the seller with you and help you to negotiate a price that's going to be worth it for both of us to do a deal on. Now, I know that there are some people who are on this call that are outside of New England, and that's fine. We can't probably go on those appointments with you, but the deals absolutely positively have to be off market. Now, out of curiosity, just so I can kind of see who's on the call and what most of your thought processes are, most agents in the course of just doing business, whether it's going on listing appointments or whether it's just talking to other agents or being in office meetings, most agents will come across like maybe one fix and flip opportunity a year or one fix and flip opportunity every other year. And by coming across one fix and flip opportunity per year or one fix and flip opportunity every other year, 
you might make an extra 30,000 a year or 30,000 every other year or how often you kind of accidentally stumble into these things. Who here is interested in doing a deal every year or every other year, being completely passive, just kind of taking what comes to you versus option B, who's on here that wants to go after two or three or four or five deals per year, make $30,000 per deal, but put a more active approach into finding flips, which means that you need to spend time, effort, and energy into finding them. Who's looking to kind of do this very passively, just take a deal when it comes across to them, put passive in the comment section, and who that's on this call right now is looking to do three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 of these a year, but you have to be much more active. Now, somebody said, well, of course, option B. Let me clarify here. Option B means you've got to put in more time, effort, and energy, okay? And, and I don't mean that to be a jerk. I mean, sincerely, like, I'm not asking you whether or not you'd want to do more deals. Yes, of course you want to do more deals. I'm talking about who here wants to actually put in more time, effort, and energy to do more deals versus the opposite and just being like, hey, I'm going to take whatever comes to me. So either put passive or active into the comment section. I'm going to give you guys a couple more minutes just to kind of see who's on here, what you guys are looking for. I'm getting passive, active, active, unsure at this point. And, and, and Len, I am going to talk a little bit about the difference between the two. So I'm actually, I appreciate the fact that you, that you put your unsure um, because that's a great answer. Um, that's a great answer. And that's, that, that's maybe what I'll hope to kind of clarify today. All right. So I didn't, you know, put together a script for this or anything like that. So I am talking off the cuff. Keep in mind, we are live. So as you guys are typing into the comment section, as I'm going along, don't, don't be afraid to kind of put in into the comment section, um, questions or anything like that. So let me give you guys kind of a high level of how this would work. You guys are out there. Um, and I'll talk in a little bit about the difference between being passive or active. But regardless of whether you want to be passive or active, your objective would be to kind of have your ears and eyes open for fix and flip opportunities. I want to talk for just a second about the last four deals that we partnered with in agents and how they found them, just to give you guys some clarity as to like how these deals could kind of come to fruition. So the first one I want to talk about for a minute is actually a pretty crazy one, but it illustrates how agents have such an opportunity to find these type of deals. So the agent's name, Henry Nugent, I already posted about him on my Facebook page, my personal Facebook page. Um, he was at a continuing education event. He showed up to get his CEs to continue his real estate license. And he happened to bump into another agent who had an off-market property, 15 Merriam in Quincy, Mass, that needed a bunch of work. So Henry, knowing that he had the ability to partner with us because he was in the inner circle and he's actually an agent that works for our company, struck up the conversation and said, hey, my company does that. Let us take a look and let us make an offer. Just so you guys understand the benefit to all of the parties in this, there's four parties that made out. So number one, we made out, right? Because we got a deal that we would never have come across. Like we, we didn't have that lead. We got to partner on 15 Merriam and Quincy and we're doing a 50-50 profit share split with Henry, right? All that we had to do was have this program. Henry brought us the deal and now we're gonna make 50% of what that profit is. 
Henry, all he had to do, right? Put yourself in Henry's shoes. All Henry had to do was literally show up to a continuing education event and keep his ears open. And that's one of the best ways that agents can find deals. And I think if you guys start racking your brain a little bit about like the past few years in real estate, you will undoubtedly come across a thought in your mind like, whoa, I was at my company's, um, you know, I was at my company's monthly sales event. Somebody stood up and said they had a property that needed a bunch of work. And at the time, I didn't even mention anything because I didn't think anything of it. So Henry wins, we win. The other agent wins, right? So this agent in the continuing education class, they win. Why? Because we're going direct to him. He doesn't have to list it on the MLS. He's going to make, if he got a 4% listing, he's going to make 4%. If he got a 5% listing, he's going to make 5%. We're not co-broking this, right? So it's a win for him. But lastly, it's also a win for the seller. So the seller wanted to sell fast. The seller's home needed work. The seller didn't actually want to go on the multiple listing service. Why? Because their house was in need a lot of a lot of work. They were frankly embarrassed and they wanted a quick and easy sale and we were able to provide it. So there were four people in this deal that won. Okay, that's one example. Another example, another, uh, th this is the deal that we made $200,000 on. It was a single, a single family fix and flip in Andover, Massachusetts. One, one of the people in the inner circle, they reached out to us. They said, hey, I'm going on a listing appointment. It's one of my close friends' mom house. The mom passed away. We're going to go out there. We think we're going to end up listing the house, but you know, just so that we know what would a cash offer be. Long story short, they went out to the house as kind of, you know, you can imagine their friend who was the daughter was not really in the mindset of wanting to do work to their house, getting on the market, list it traditionally. And she literally said to the friend who is in the inner circle, they said, hey, well, what, 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 what could you give me as a cash offer? We gave them the cash offer. And long story short, that, that ended up being a crazy profit because we actually miscalculated. We underestimated what that property was going to sell for. It sold for $150 over the asking price. This was during the, like right after COVID. You know, we netted $200,000. Another example. And this is the last one I'm going to give. I don't want to give too many more examples, but another agent that's in our inner circle program, they actually got connected to a wholesaler and the wholesaler had a deal and the wholesaler had a deal. They were looking to make $5,000 on this deal. They came across a good opportunity, a condo. They came across this opportunity. They presented it to an agent that's in the inner circle program and that agent then presented it to us. It was legitimately, no lie, a four-day close. We closed the property in four days, and we're, we're almost done renovating that property right now, that condo right now. So all of those examples are completely passive, like keep your eyes and ears open, and you can come across opportunities. But there's also much more active ways that you can get out there, spend time, effort, and energy in order to do it. So jumping around a lot, I know I'm trying to keep on track, but um, the way that this works is really simple. So you're an agent, you're keeping your eyes and your ears open, or maybe you're taking a more active approach to finding a deal. All that you need to do legitimately, if you have an off-market deal that we can go and view or we can go on the appointment with you, all you have to do is send me a message on Facebook. If you are not following me on Facebook, 
in order to, to connect with me, in order to talk to me on a day-to-day basis when you have a deal, you should follow me on Facebook at Tommy Caffarella, T-O-M-M-Y Caffarella. That is the easiest way to then connect with me when you have a deal. So whenever you have a deal, we have multiple people that are out on the road every single day. I have five full-time acquisition reps that will go on these appointments. They will meet with your seller. They will meet with you. They will help you close a deal. They will help analyze a deal. All that you need to do is send me a message on Facebook Messenger and say, hey, I think I have an opportunity. I'd like to see if it's something that makes sense to partner on. We will get somebody out to that property within 24 hours. If you can get us there within 24 hours or you know, whenever is convenient on the seller's timeline. Before we go out on that appointment, we're going to run our numbers and we're going to get a very good understanding before we even go out to that property about what we can pay. Then we're going to get out to the property, do a quick walk around, just getting understanding uh, what what's needed for repairs, what the layout of the house is. And we're going to try to get a contract signed that day on the spot, right? We're going to try to get a deal done both for you and for us. Then we're going to buy the property. We're going to renovate the property. So this is an important point. This is meant to be a completely passive stream of income for real estate agents. There is nothing required for the real estate agent to do. So we put up the money. The agent literally puts up no money in this deal. And the second part to that is they do nothing with the construction overall. We're going to give you what the construction budget is going to be. We're also going to give you what the projected profit and loss is going to be before the deal even gets closed so that you know what the projected profit is and that you're going to know, hey, if this thing sells for more, I'm going to get more profit. So during the renovation process, nothing is needed from the agent whatsoever. Agent is not responsible for managing contractors. Agent is not responsible for picking out colors or countertops or kitchens. In fact, we don't want the agent to be involved. And it's not because we don't love you guys, but we have a very good process, a very good renovation process where we don't need that kind of help, okay? So property is gonna get listed, it's gonna get sold, and then you're gonna get cut a check, okay? It's a very, very simple process for a real estate agent. And that's really, for the most part, all there is to it. So again, getting back to like, what we're looking for, what we want, et cetera, for the most part, we will buy anything that makes money, okay? What we love the most is small residential. Condos, townhouses, single families, two families, three families, four families, anything they could get financed with a VA loan, an FHA loan, et cetera, anything they could get financed with a traditional, simple residential loan, that's mainly what we're looking for. Now, if you come to us and you have a six-unit building, an apartment building, you have a, a, a commercial, we still want to look at it. We still may very well do that deal. Um, so what I say to everybody is as long as, as long as, as long as the thing makes money or it's off market, it's better to just bring it to us. I would rather filter the deal myself then have you wonder whether or not we would want to do the deal. I can tell you within five minutes whether or not 
probably less than five minutes, whether or not something makes sense to us. So we got a bunch of questions coming in about listing and selling the flip. Okay, who lists the flip? We have somebody full-time on staff that's paid a salary and, and list the flip. So we're legitimately giving you a 50-50 split. So we're paying the person on salary, it's 50-50, right? Meaning that like, if we were to give you the listing back, which I'm sure is the question that you're being asked, we would actually make less than 50%. We're making, a, we are literally splitting it down the middle. All of our costs, whether it's staging or whether it's hiring an agent or whatever, they get split down the middle. Again, keep in mind, we're talking about as you as the agent, you're making 25, 30, 35, $40,000 on this deal. So the listing itself is a small fraction of that money. Okay. So you're, you're making a lot more by partnering on the deal than getting the listing back. Um, so when you're bringing us a deal, um, you know, bring us anything. So then the next thing I want to mention is a location. So ideally, ideally, I would love you to bring a bunch of properties to me in the city that I live or the next city over. But we know that that's not reality and we are actively out there searching for deals. We will do deals nationwide at this point. We will do deals nationwide at this point, depending on how far it is, depending on what the deal looks like. We may have to sell the deal differently. We may have to do, we may have to put a little bit more filter on what we're buying if the deal is outside of New England. If the deal is in New England and we can drive to it, meaning like a three or four hour drive, we will drive out there. We will scope the property. There's no filters at all that I'm ever going to put on a deal in New England. If it's outside of New England, bring us the deal. We'll take a look at it and we'll figure out a way, if it's a profitable deal, for us to make money on it. Okay. So don't put any sort of filters on the location or the type of property. I'd rather be sent the deal. Now, having said that, like, will we flip a deal in Canada? No. Will we do a deal in Hawaii? No. Will we do a deal in Alaska? No. But, you know, the continental U.S., bring us the deal. As long as it's not on the MLS, we will try to figure out a way for both of us to make money. If it's in New England, that's going to be super easy. If it's outside of New England, that's going to be a little bit more challenging. Somebody says, is it true that you don't need to be licensed to invest? That is true. You never, ever need to have your real estate license to invest in real estate. In fact, at least 50% of all investors are not licensed real estate agents. I don't agree with that. I think that you know, getting a real estate license is something I believe that every single person should get if they're going to invest in real estate because you're leaving money on the table if you don't. But you don't need to be a real estate agent in order to invest in real estate. All right, let me whip through the questions before I go through part two of this. Is there an average time frame from when the property is purchased and closing on the finished rental? So it, I think there's a two-part question, and I'm going to just answer both of the questions. The first thing is, like, how quick can we close? We can close legitimately. We just did a partner deal where we closed in four days. That doesn't happen all that often. And the reason it doesn't happen is because most sellers – don't want to sell their home in four days. There's really no difference between somebody who wants to sell cash and somebody who wants to sell retail. Most people need places to go and that usually takes time and usually we're ready to close before the other person is. 
A four-day close is the quickest we've ever had to do. In general, people need 30, 45, 60 days. Honestly, in most cases where we put a property in their contract, the person asking for an extension is a lot of times the seller because they're looking to rent, they're looking to buy, and they need more time. In terms of how quickly we get the property finished, well, that depends on the renovation. So there are properties that we renovate in a week. There are some properties that we renovate in four or five months. Typically speaking, we're not going to go over four or five months unless there's some big construction hiccup. Assuming that we're doing a residential deal, you know, anything from a condo up to four units. For out-of-state deals, who does the reno? That's the part that we would figure out. Um, we're we are always going to be we are always going to be responsible in this partnership for getting the property renovated. Uh, we are never going to rely on an agent or ask an agent to do any part of the renovation process. That is not, you know, part of it. Um, somebody asked a question, do you need to be an agent with your brokerage? If so, what does that look like? So that's a very good segue into talking a little bit about the inner circle. Somebody said, do you buy in the Cape Cod South Shore area? Oh man, all, all day long. So anywhere in New England is like the easiest place for us to buy. We buy in all, we're willing to buy nationwide, but in New England's easy. We're, we're going we're gonna to get out to that appointment, et cetera. So the next part about this presentation is a little bit about like the inner circle, you know, the question about being an agent at our brokerage and, and really like trying to create a win-win partnership for every single person that's on here. So there is no doubt that right now, I told you guys in the beginning of this presentation, I know not everybody has been on since the beginning, but we're really, 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 really actively out there looking for deals. So we're not going to turn away a 50-50 profit share split, you know, if it's a great deal, just because you're not with our brokerage or because you're not in the inner circle per se. But I do know as we start to kind of promote this, this is going to gain a lot of traction, right? We had so many people register for this call. It was crazy. I think we had 150 people that registered for this call. And that was just me sending a couple of emails and, and doing a couple of, of, of uh, Facebook posts. Uh, you know, I don't mean this to be arrogant, but this is a very good deal for real estate agents. Uh, I think we all know that we wouldn't be on this call otherwise. Like this is a great opportunity. What that is going to mean is that we're going to have a bunch of real estate agents that are going to be out there all looking for deals for us. And there is going to be some point where we may not be able to do a deal. Like we do have very good capacity to get these deals done. So what I'm saying related to being an agent or being in the inner circle is two, twofold. We're going to do deals until we have capacity. But if you are in the inner circle, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute, if you're in the inner circle, we will 100% do every deal that comes across our plate, regardless of whether or not we have capacity or not. So if you're in the inner circle and you bring us a deal that's going to make money and we're kind of close to capacity, if you're in the inner circle, we are 100% going to do that deal. If we're close to capacity and you're not in the inner circle, we're just going to scrutinize it like a straight business decision for us and say, hey, we're getting close to capacity. Maybe we can't do this deal or, hey, we've got capacity and we're, we are going to do this deal. So I asked a question a few minutes ago about whether or not, you know, people want to be more passive or active. Okay. And this is a very, very important question. Most real estate agents will come across a deal passively here and there. You might come across one deal a year. You might come across two deals. 
you might come across a deal every two years. One thing that I've done over the past 15 years and noticed as an observation is that if investing is not top of mind for you, you will oftentimes miss deals that are right in front of your face. And for anybody that has ever gotten a new car, I know you've probably heard this before. When you get a new car, there's something in your brain that then starts to show you all of those other cars on the road that are the same make and model as yours, right? You never realized how many Toyota Corollas were on the road until you bought a Toyota Corolla. So what happens a lot of times is that it's out of sight, out of mind. There is probably nobody that's on this call right now who if they came across a deal tomorrow probably would you know, forget to reach out to me, right? You'd all remember me tomorrow. And as important and smart and cool as I think I am, most of you will forget me if you're not around me more in the next two to three months. It's just the reality. I mean, you guys are all salespeople. You've all got your real estate license. And you know, like if you've ever had a client that's ever bought or sold a house without you, it's because you weren't top of mind with them. And that's one of the things that you get taught. I don't care what brokerage you're at. Don't be a secret agent. You know, always nurture your database, et cetera, because people forget about you easily. Like if you're not in our inner circle, the odds are that this is going to sound really good today. And in six months later, you're going to be like, Tom Caffarella, who? It's just reality. And it, it doesn't hurt my feelings. It's just how this stuff is. The other part to this and why the inner circle is important, and I'm going to talk about this in a second, is for the people who want to be more active in their approach to finding these deals. Yes, if you are an agent, right? If you are an agent and you're out there, you are going to come across opportunities without even really trying, right? You are. You're just an agent. This is why agent investor exists. Like there's there's more opportunity to find deals as an agent than any other industry. But having said that, there are definitely people who are on this call that are like, well, if I can make $30,000 a pop, I wouldn't mind doing multiple of these a year. I wouldn't mind doing three or four or five of these a year. And if you want to do more than like two of these a year, you definitely have to take at least a little bit more of an active approach. Now, here's the beauty of taking a more active approach, which I think a lot of agents don't fully grasp. Again, another concept that I hit over the head over and over again with the agent investor is to find fix and flip opportunities. You are proactively marketing for sellers that want to sell their house. What do you guys think is going to happen if you're out proactively reaching out to sellers, sending mailers, door knocking, texting, cold calling, you know, promoting on social media, getting seller appointments of people that want it, are interested in selling their house for cash? Type into the comment section, what do you think the other byproduct of getting all these seller appointments is going to be? As a potential byproduct, if you're out there going, hey, sending a mailer, door knocking, promoting, and saying, hey, would you like a cash offer on your home? Besides getting investment deals, what's the other byproduct of that? What's something else that might happen? So somebody said possible listings. Thank you. I was getting nervous, Denise. I appreciate you jumping in because I was getting nervous that either nobody's paying attention or like I'm making a bad analogy right now. But yeah, so we list hundreds of homes per year trying to get flips. So when I send out a mailer and it says, hey, you know, we buy houses for cash, et cetera, 
I want to buy their house. When I go into their living room, I want to buy their house. Here's the reality. At least half of the people that we meet with don't want to sell cash, right? We get out there and they go, hey, I just wanted to kind of know what you're going to pay. I do want to sell my house, but I want top dollar. Guess what? As a real estate agent, as an agent investor, you're out there. You can provide them with that opportunity to list their home. So legitimately, I think we did about 280 seller listings last year just off of trying to find cash offer deals. Now, I would never in a million years recommend that you do cash offer marketing to get listings. I think that's completely disingenuous, but you are going to get more listings. You are going to build a more seller-based business by trying to go after cash offer deals. Now, think about this. One more thing to point out. Agents do mailers all the time. Or they, they call all the time. And what do they say? They say, well, hey, my name's Tom Caffarella. I'm an agent with Cameron Real Estate Group. I'm just calling to see if you'd like to know a value of your home. I sent out a postcard. Hey, would you like to know the value of your home? It's an extremely weak call to action. Like, why would I want somebody to come to my house to tell me an estimated value of my home? I can just go on Zillow, right? Like, I'm not going to spend the hour getting my house ready, talking to somebody. And I know when they come in the door, they're going to try to sell me on, on listing their house with me. Uh, I, like I don't want to do it. So we call to action. Compare that call to action to, hey, I'd like to make you an offer on your home. Well, that's totally different. Like an agent coming in and being like, hey, here's what your home is probably worth. And oh, by the way, will you list with me? It's totally different than like, hey, let me write up an offer. Here, here's a cash offer for you, for you right now. Like you can take this offer right now. That's a very much, that's a very higher level call to action. So even if you're like, I'm like, I'd like to do a couple of these flips a year. If you're thinking about like trying to get more listings, this achieves both objectives. So if you get a listing, you're going to make four or five or 6% of what that sale price is. And if they take a cash offer, you're going to make 20 or 30 or $40,000. Does that make sense to everybody? If you're interested in building a seller-based business where you can get cash off for deals and partner on flips, like that can be a that could be your entire retail business. And in fact, it's kind of crazy. My number one agent at Cameron, I have 360 agents, and I did a I did a, a seminar in March, and I looked up, I said, who is the number one agent for January, February, and March? It was a real estate agent in my office. I think they sold like 15 million in the first three months. It was a real estate agent who wasn't even trying to get listings. It was a real estate agent that just markets for flips. And that's how many listings they got. His name is Mike Weatherby. He's at my office. And I remember asking him, I brought him on stage and I said, Mike, do you consider yourself an agent or an investor? And he goes, I don't even consider myself, you know, an agent. And I go, hmm, interesting. But yet you are the top agent at my office as of volume, as of the first three months of that quarter. Kind of crazy. Like you can passively bring me deals and you can send me a message on Facebook. And if I'm not at capacity and the deal makes sense for both of us, I'll do that deal. Okay. Now, if for whatever reason you want to build a seller-based business, you want to be more active if you have any sort of inclination for, for really building net worth and, you know, changing, you know, your, your, your net, your um, financial picture, 
you know, my, my saying, and I think a lot of you guys have heard me say this before, but literally on the wall says financial freedom through real estate investing and sales. And that's what we believe in. That's what I believe in. And that's what I help people achieve. And, and that's something that I've been doing, um, you know, for agents in our office for, for a long, long time. Now, a lot of you guys have seen this and I am going to whip through this relatively quickly because this is not about this whole presentation is not about trying to necessarily get people to sign up for the inner circle. But I, I do want you guys to kind of be aware of what that is so that if you do want to take a more active approach, and I know there were a ton of people who were, who were interested in that, that I can kind of like tell you guys about that. Okay. So the inner circle, the main objective of the inner circle, and I think like I can say like, why are most people on this call right now? Are most people interested in investing? Have you followed me because you want to do like a deal or two here and there and make an extra 20 or 30,000? Did you read an investing book and get super motivated to make an extra 30 grand a year? I, I doubt it. I doubt it. When we, when we get attracted to investing, what attracted me to investing, and I know what attracted most of you into it, to investing, is achieving financial freedom. What does achieving financial freedom mean? Achieving financial freedom means that if you want to stop selling real estate, you can. It means that you have enough passive income coming in on a month-to-month -month basis so that if a client calls you on a Friday night and they want to see a house on Saturday morning, you have the ability to actually say, you know what, like I'm taking tomorrow off. You also have the ability if you're financially free, when you have a jerky client that's bossing you around and is screaming at you because you did something wrong, right? We've all had those people. When you're financially free, you don't have to do that anymore, right? You don't always have to be, you know, running around like a chicken with your head cut off. And when you have financial independence and you have passive income coming in and, and you're investing, on January of every year, you already have a minimum base amount of money. It's like having a pension, right? So what's the worst part about being an agent, in my opinion? It's that real estate roller coaster where your income's going up and down and up and down. And like this year, 2023, unfortunately, is a perfect example of why people should consider investing in real estate and not just being an agent, right? Like, we have no control. Like if we read a book, if we read The Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary Keller, great book. And he'll tell you like if you feed your database, you feed your database, you're just going to automatically make money. I really like Gary Keller. I like his message. I like his books. But that's completely false, right? He will tell you here's a formula that says, hey, if you talk to this many people, you're going to get this many listings or you talk to this many people, you're going to get this many buyer transactions. It's just not true, right? How many people have buyers right now that are ready, willing, and able to buy a house and they can't find it, right? That just, so, so what that premise is, is false. So we need to have some layer of comfortability so that we don't have to go out and get W-2 jobs. There are a ton of real estate agents right now that are quitting the business. They don't want to quit the business, but they're quitting the business because they need a weekly paycheck. Why? Because they've done everything necessary in order to get the sales they need in 2023, but the market just slapped them down, right? They were going to do 20 transactions this year, but the market said, hey, I'm only going to give you 12 because sellers are locked in. They've got handcuffs with 3% interest rates on their property. So if you want to be more active and you want to achieve financial freedom, that's what the inner circle is all about. So I mentioned in the beginning what I've done. 
fixed and flipped over a thousand houses. I've built in over 300 unit rental property portfolio. I've got over 300 apartment units coming out of the ground. I'm financially free. What does that mean for me? That means I get to do what I love. I love teaching about real estate. I love building my net worth. I think that's really fun. And if you guys follow me on Facebook, you'll see like I love my kids sports. And every single day I leave the office when I want. Like today, my son had hockey camp. So what did that mean? From 8 to 10 o'clock today, I was there. Like I didn't need to be anywhere. And yes, as a real estate agent, you have that freedom too. Problem is, is that a lot of times you can't even take those liberties because you need to be hustling because you're on a sales commission's hamster wheel. I don't mean to sound negative. It's just reality. It's the reality of that business. It's why when you actually look at most real estate agents, even top producing real estate agents, every year they're still needing to hustle and grind and hustle and grind. It's why you see real estate agents in their 60s, in their 70s, still hustling, grinding, hustling, grinding. So Agent Investor Inner Circle teaches you how to build up an investing portfolio. It teaches you how to fix and flip homes. It teaches you how to make money not just from sales, but also through being an investor, okay? So here are the benefits of being in the inner circle. And I should mention that the inner circle, it is legitimately a lifetime membership. Why is it a lifetime membership? I've been in multiple coaching programs. I've paid over $500,000 in coaching over the 15 years that I've been in business. Every single one of those coaching programs had a start and a stop date. Why? I don't like that at all is because I know that there are going to be people on here who need more help than just one year, need more help than just two years. So it's an, it's an unlimited lifetime program. And the other reason it's unlimited lifetime is because my objective isn't just to teach you a couple things in 90 days or 180 days or 365 days. It's to help you get that net worth, right? Everybody who's on this call, your main objective should be to get to a five to $10 million net worth then you're financially free, right? You could have a million dollar net worth. That's cool. $2 million net worth. That's cool too. That's really good. Give you a high five, congratulate you, shake your hand and say you did a great job, but you still have to hustle and grind until you get to that four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. Okay. So here's what you get in the inner circle. Number one, 24, seven, 365 access to me through Facebook messenger, through email. I talk to agents all day long on Facebook Messenger. It's the easiest way for me to communicate with people, and it gives you instant on-demand access. I used to have the coaching program that was just like this. I used to charge $60,000 for this coaching program, and people would get to meet with me once a month, and I hated it. I hated it because two things would happen in those once-a-month uh, meetings. Number one, there were people who needed help three weeks ago and they had to wait for that meeting to talk to me. That made no sense, right? Real estate happens like that, right? So when you guys need help, you need it today, not a month from now. The other thing I, that, that didn't make any sense was we had this once a month meeting where it was scheduled. Well, what if you don't need help on that day? What if you're good? Then we sit in a room for an hour trying to think about things to talk about. It made no sense to me. So I've given people the ability Reach out to me whenever. Doesn't matter. When I say 24 7, 365, I mean it. If it's a Sunday, reach out to me. Guys, answering questions about real estate investing isn't hard. There's no times of the day that I can't reply. 
I'm not telling you I'm going to reply within 10 minutes. A lot of times I will, but I can guarantee that I'm going to reach back out to you within the same day for sure. Okay. The second thing that you get is the ability to partner with us. Now, again, I mentioned this a bunch of times during this presentation. We're very hungry for deals right now. If you're not in the inner circle and you bring us a deal and we have capacity, we'll probably still do it. However, there could be a point where we get busy, which happens from time to time, and we might not be able to do a deal with you. If you're in the inner circle, you have a guarantee that if it's a deal, it's going to be profitable. We will figure out a way to do that deal. The third thing, super important, is that we will actually teach and train you how to find more of these deals. What to do on social media, what to do with your email marketing, what to do if you want to spend money on mailers or pay-per-click or Facebook ads, what to do if you want to cold call or text or if you want to door knock, what to do if you want to have an agent funnel, right? One of the easiest ways for you guys to get deals that I teach people on is how do you network with other agents that you already co-broke with in order to get more of these deals? So if you're thinking in your head, hey, I, I, want to, um, I want to do two, three, four, five of these a year, then you've got to learn how to do it and you've got to have help on how to do it. For people that are in the inner circle, we also give them a once a month call, right? So I talked about the fact that I don't love having a once a month meeting for no reason, but you do have the ability not only to get 24-7, 365 access to me, but have a once a month meeting where we're live, we're talking, you have the ability to answer, ask any questions. You also get the ability to listen to other people, other people's issues, et cetera. You also are going to be a part of our network, right? Of course, I'm running the group, but there are a ton of other agent investors all on the same mission, right? What are we trying to do again? It's not fix and flip a certain amount of houses. It's, it's not to own a certain amount of rentals. It's to achieve financial freedom through real estate investing and sales, right? The, this is what we're actually trying to do. If, 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 um, if you guys are kind of like feeling like you're on the same mission, this is what you're doing. I mean, for most people, when I ask most agents, new agents that join my company and I say, why are you doing this? This is the answer that they give me. The problem is, is that real estate sales is not necessarily the vehicle to achieve financial freedom, unfortunately. If you guys are interested in learning more about the inner circle, please go to this tinyurl.com forward slash partner with agent investor and fill out that form. All right, guys. So um, continuing on. So if you guys are interested, if you guys are interested in learning more about the inner circle, what filling out this form is going to do, all it's going to do is give you guys the ability to have a conversation with me one-on-one -on -one about whether or not this might make sense. And I'm not necessarily like done with talking about the inner circle. I'm going to spend a few more minutes on it and I see more questions coming in. Signing up for a call, what it's going to do, I'm going to ask you a few questions. I'm going to ask you about what your objectives are, right? Where you're at today, what your objectives are, and then help you make a plan on the call. So again, like we walk people through what we call a five-step process. And this is what I'm going to do when I talk to you. Where are you at today? What are your goals five or 10 years out? Um, what investment vehicle are you going to choose? Are you going to do short-term rentals? Are you going to do small multifamily? Are you going to do fix and flips? And then while we're on the call, I'm going to, I'm going to help you come up with a plan, right? Then I'm going to talk about the benefits of joining the inner circle and, and how to get into the inner circle. So I should mention that because it's pretty darn important. 
there are three really easy ways to join the inner circle. Uh, the first is to join our brokerage. If you are licensed anywhere in New England, Pennsylvania, or New York, in order to join the inner circle, get 24-7 access to me, partner with us, in order to get all of our systems and tools and training, in order to get VIP seating at all of our events, in order to get a copy of my book when it comes out, in order to basically get free coaching and mentorship, one way you can do it is just by joining our brokerage. Now, if you fill out this form on the screen, all we're going to do, and you fill out that you're interested in joining our brokerage, we're going to have a conversation about what that looks like. High level of our brokerage, 80-20 splits, no fees of any kind. We have what we call a disappearing cap. This is something that only we do. We have a cap of $20,000. Max you can pay us in a year is twenty grand. Okay, But it gets better. Every year that you're with us, that decreases by $2,000. The reason that we do that is we want to reward loyalty. And the longer that you're with us, the less your cap is going to be. So in five years of being with us, your cap is going to go from $20,000 to $10,000. We have 365 agents as of today. Most of those agents joined our brokerage. Agents, as we know, vote with their feet. If what we did didn't work, if, if it wasn't interesting to anybody, if we did a bad job, agents would leave tomorrow. So we've grown from zero to 360 agents over a five-year period um, we've had tremendous growth, but like I said, if we did not deliver on our promises, then it'd be simple. We'd have three agents tomorrow because agents can come and go very easily. Okay. The second way to join the inner circle is to invest passively with us. By investing $50,000 or more in our apartment deals, you get the opportunity to join the inner circle again for free. Now, if you're interested in learning more about how to invest with us, the double-digit returns that we offer, again, all that you need to do is fill out that form, and we will have a conversation on whether investing passively with us makes any sense for you. For some people, it does. For some people, it doesn't. Now, the third way to get into the inner circle is to pay a flat $15,000 one-time fee. I created that $15,000 one-time fee because there are people who own a brokerage or their best friend is the broker owner or they can't leave and they don't have $50,000 or more to invest passively. So I wanted to make it for every single person that they would have the opportunity to get into the inner circle if they wanted. That's why I have multiple options. For me, in most cases, I say, hey, if I'm you, I'm probably going to switch brokerages because it's the easiest, least impactful thing that you can do to get access to all of these benefits. So to even back it up more for a second, again, this is not really all about the inner circle. This is mainly about how we can get more partnership deals you know, created. But being in the inner circle is a shortcut to achieving financial freedom. However many years it would have taken for you to do this on your own, working with me directly is gonna cut down on that time, right? All the mistakes that we've made, you're not gonna have to make all of the strategy. I mean, I had a great strategy session with somebody last night and I'm not going to mention them by name, but they sent me a message. They said, Hey, here's my 10 year plan. They listed out six businesses that they want to run by, by me spending five minutes with that person. I probably cut down on their, on their time to success by multiple years, just by telling them the simple fact that they need to pick one or two of those businesses, but ideally one to focus on. It's a really simple thing. 
but it's something it's the it's the example of something that we do on a day-to-day basis when I talk to people that have signed up. I would encourage every single person on this call who is serious about doing this, you might as well fill out that form and have a conversation, right? There's no negative to having that conversation. You're going to leave that conversation better than you came in. And maybe you'll join the inner circle. Maybe you won't. By filling out that form, that does not in any way stretch the imagination, make you join the inner circle. It just means that you're interested in kind of learning more. Okay, so um, somebody said more info in doing this out of your area. Um, Again, it's really no different. You're going to bring us a deal. You're going to send me a message on Facebook. um, And I'm going to help analyze that deal, put together what our offer is, do the deal, you know, and and do a 50-50 split. Somebody said, are you licensed in New York? We are. New York, all of New England, Pennsylvania, and I'm working on two to three other states right now. Some of them are a lot harder than others, so we're going to see. Somebody said, wish this was yesterday. I just signed a listing that may have been perfect for this. Yes. Um, well, Jeff, you know, there's going to be more. There, there's just more and more opportunity, right, for, for you guys and yeah, maybe this would have been this would have been great for me to roll out three years ago. But frankly, we didn't need to roll this out three years ago. We had so many deals we didn't know what to do with. Um, somebody said you have to put up half the cash for the flip. Nope, that is the that is the number one benefit of partnering with us. We are putting up all the money. We're doing all the construction. All you're doing is bringing the deal. Somebody said so. If I partner with you, what I need to get my own business cards remade. So Morgan, I absolutely hate business cards. I don't use them. I don't think there's a need for them in 2023. So not only would I not recommend that you don't get new business cards, I would actually recommend that you don't even use business cards, period, because they're not relevant. And and not to to be a jerk about this, but like if, if you are working a lead and you're in a sales position, you want their contact information. Like I don't want to give my, I don't want to give somebody a card and be like, hey, if you're interested, call me. No, like I'm getting your contact information and you're going to hear from me until I get a yes or a no. But but no, not to answer your question directly, you definitely don't need new business cards for sure. All right, let's see what else. Paul, what deal details do you need from us? An address. An address and if you have an asking price, even better. If you don't, then that's fine. We will analyze 100% of these deals uh, for you. Grace said, how interested are you in the Tampa, Florida market? Getting back to one of my original notes, I'm interested in every market. There's no market that I'm more or less interested in. I'm interested in, in getting deals at the right price that make money. There's no, I'm not interested or disinterested. We buy properties at a discount. If we can buy a property at a discount, we're interested. If we can't get a discount on the deal, I don't care how much I like the market. It doesn't matter. But this is stuff like some of these questions um, that are being asked all kind of point to the education that I would say will help you guys so much in doing more of these deals, in doing more investing, et cetera. Um, my, like I said, my number one thing that you guys can do that I would recommend doing if you're on this call and you're listening and you like the sounds of all of this, fill out that form. Get a meeting scheduled with us. And from there, make this not something that's like a one-off, 
you know, that you do like every once in a great while, make this something that you do habitually, you know, and do more and more deals. Somebody said, what's your criteria numbers wise? So we know what ones to send, send everything that's off market to me. I don't care what market it is. I don't care what the numbers look like. As long as it's off market, I'd love to look at it. So let me just back up for a second because it seems like I didn't make this point clear enough. And I want to make every point that I make clear enough. Our business model is run that we buy properties at a discount. We put a little bit of money into them and we sell them for more money. If we can do that and make money, we want every deal, right? It's not a city that we like. It's not a property that we like. It's not necessarily a price point that we like, right? But the deals have to be off market. They have to be like, we have to be able to get into that seller's living room. And that seller can't have their property on the multiple listing service. They can't have their market on for sale by owner. It can't be something that everybody knows about. As long as we can get direct face-to-face with a seller, you know, we're, we're very interested in the deals. So I think I've answered um, all of the questions. Somebody said dual licensing considered. I don't know what that means, but if you join the inner circle through our brokerage, you've got to, you have to join legally every state that we're licensed in. Um, so that's just a, that's just an MLS uh, realtor rule. Yeah, I think I hit every question. So I'm sure, oh, I, actually I do see one. What's the meeting taking place in Nashua, New Hampshire on July 25th about? Is it this topic? It has nothing to do with this topic whatsoever. It is a construction event where I'm going to have the, my head of construction go over all of the details on how to fix and flip, how to renovate properties on budget, on time, how to find contractors, what level of renovation to renovate properties to, um, when you're turning over uh, apartments, how to get properties rent ready, how to find contractors to do minor repairs and stuff like that. So that event is posted at the top of the agent investor group. You guys can look and click on the link and see all the details there uh, for sure. Is the tiny URL form the amount to join? All right. Hi, I hope you're doing well. Hey, Mike, as an agent, not at your brokerage, let's say I get a lead and I meet with them and they want a cash offer. You want me to shoot you a Facebook mess- messenger? Obviously, I would love it if they would take your offer and we both make more money. However, we know most will not. How do I approach that a seller again if they opt out of the cash offer? Do you tell them about getting back to me about listing the house? Okay. Yeah. Great point. Um, so just to be clear, um, every lead that you guys get is your lead and it's your relationship, right? So when I say it's your relationship, we're going to work with you in order to help. Well, really get whatever's done for the seller that makes the most amount of sense. So maybe I wasn't clear on this, but I should clarify this. Mike, if you were to send us, you know, a seller that wants a cash offer, we're going to go out there with you. We want to go out there with you. We want to be the cash offer person and you're an agent that's helping them get a cash offer, right? You're the agent that's providing them with the opportunity to sell direct. And like you said, a lot of times they're not going to take the cash offer. And if they don't take the cash offer and they don't want a cash offer, now they've crossed that off their list and you provide them with an opportunity now to go a different route, the more traditional route. So the way I would position it and the way I would think about it is we're, we're a cash offer that's in your back pocket. We're a cash buyer that's in your back pocket. We're able to provide cash offers 
We're able to close on properties. We're able to buy the properties from your client fast or slow if they want to. No inspection, no contingencies, an easy sale. That's one way. Um, but if, if for whatever reason, they want to go the more traditional route, they go the more traditional route. Mike said, what if I tie it up on a listing agreement but have not yet put it on the MLS and then call you? That applies too, right? So the, ML, the MLS component, it's, it's not necessarily the, the MLS that's the problem. It's having a property that everybody knows about that's the problem, right? That's the problem. If you sign a listing agreement, that's even better because guess what? You're probably going to make somewhat of a listing fee on that, right? So we've had agents do that. We we had a deal in Middleton, Mass. that we we did recently where the agent actually told the, the, the client told the agent that they want to list. And then they started going along, getting their house ready. And they realized, you know what? I actually don't want to do this. So yeah, as long as not everybody kind of knows about it, um, we're willing to look at it. Um, so that's totally fine. Uh, Mike said, if I'm bringing in one of your acquisition specialists to my first meeting, what does the meeting flow look like? So the meeting flow would look like this. Hey, you know, I, I work, you know, I, I probably would, would let them know over the phone. Hey, we've got an investor um, that buys homes direct coming out. I uh, just want to let you know that that's one option. Like, you know, I'm I'm an agent, but I also work with a lot of investors and one of the things that I do that's kind of cool is I'm going to bring in an investor to kind of let you know what a cash offer is going to look like. You may or may not want the convenience of selling direct or, you know, cash, no contingencies. That may not be your most important objective, but I'm going to bring them out anyways. And you're going to at least know what a cash offer would be, what it would look like, and potentially explain, you know, the benefits to them. Now, I just want to let you know, like I'm an agent first. And if you decide, you know, to work and accept this, this offer, you know, there's no commission that you're going to pay me, right? I'm going to end up getting paid from the investor. It's one avenue. And if for whatever reason, you don't want to work with the cash buyer, I'll bring you a bunch of retail buyers and we'll talk about what that will look like. Now on the appointment, what we're going to do is we're going to walk through the house. We are going to, um, we're going to walk through the house. We're going to take a look at the property and we're going to come up with, you know, an offer. And we're going to sit at the table. We're going to walk you through kind of the pros and cons of what a cash offer is. Some of the negatives, right? The cash offer is probably not going to be your highest offer, but it is going to be the easiest deal that you do, right? So we're going to sit down with you. You're going to probably control most of the meeting. We'll jump in when we need to. If you want us to run the meeting, we can run the meeting. But, you know, we prefer that it's your client. You're the one running it. And at the end of the day, we're probably going to leave that meeting and you're probably going to have another conversation with that client. And that client's either going to say, Mike, you know what? Like, there's no way I would take that offer. Or I'm, I'm pretty serious. Like, what do you, what do you think? What do you think about that offer? And then again, like we're always going to, yes, we are profit driven, but we're going to do the right thing by the client to, to help them make the right choice for themselves. And then, you know, that's kind of it. For instance, I have a Linfield seller who wants a cash offer later today. Yeah, that could be something that if you want us to come out today, we could do it. Um, somebody said, what are your thoughts on subject two deals? Is it part of what you teach? Not only isn't it a part of what I teach, I am very anti-subject two. I don't like subject two at all. I think it's, it is something that in 
percent of cases doesn't make sense for most sellers and most sellers will not do subject to um, subject to exists and that people sell coaching programs on subject to because it is sold as a way that people can accumulate assets without any money. It's a way people can fix and flip without any money. It's a way, it's a way that people can buy and hold without any money. When you get out into the real world and you start actually explaining, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, like, I know you want to sell your house fast for cash, but let me just take over your mortgage instead. 99 out of 100 sellers are going to tell you to F off. And it's not the right thing to even present. So when it comes to fixing and flipping, there's no reason to do subject to because you could just partner with us, right? You don't need to, to take over their mortgage. And when it comes to buying and hold, there are much better strategies than subject to. So if you need to meet with 100 sellers to do you know, one subject to deal and you want to do one subject to deal a year, you need two seller appointments a week. That's the problem. It doesn't really work for most sellers. It doesn't really work for most investors. But again, it's pitched out there as something that's a great solution. And it sounds great on paper, right? But um, yeah, I'm, I'm very anti it. Very, very anti it. I will not teach it. And I will absolutely discourage people from trying to do it because it's not, it, it is very challenging to pull off those deals. I would rather have people focus on deals that are much more realistic and deals you can do every single day rather than a deal you can do like once in a blue moon. All right, so I know I covered a lot today, and I know that there are probably more questions. Like I said, best thing you guys can do is fill out that tiny URL forward slash partner with agent investor to have a discussion about the inner circle. It's the best way that you can achieve financial freedom. It's going to be the easiest way that you guys can do this stuff, how you can get more help. Like your heads are, a lot of your heads are probably spinning with a lot of the information that we covered. Like, don't let this be the last you know, time that we work together. You can reach out to me periodically if you want with the deal. But if you're, if you are more serious about doing this, have the conversation about joining the inner circle, fill out that form and we'll have a discussion. And like I said, on that call, we're going to help you achieve your objectives just on that call. And if you decide that joining the inner circle doesn't work for you, that's totally cool. But um, if you do want to join the inner circle, we can talk about what that would look like. So I appreciate everybody jumping on the call. Um, and I'm actually taking a screenshot about this subject two thing because this is like a pet peeve of mine. If you were like friends with me on Facebook, you would know like how much I hate it. So I'm taking a screenshot of this. Uh, but I appreciate all you guys jumping on. We had really good attendance today. Most of you stuck on to the very end and I'd love to do some more deals with everybody. Thanks again for listening to the Agent Investor Podcast. And especially thank you for sharing the show with other agents and reviewing the show on iTunes. Every time you share the show and leave a review, you are potentially changing someone's life. To get free weekly education, strategies, and to connect with other agent investors across the country, join our free Facebook group at agentinvestor.com. Again, that's agentinvestor.com.